welcome to another Veterinary Team Training Podcast. My name is Amy Newford. I'm both the host and owner of Vet Team Training. Please check out my online continuing education platform at vetteamtraining.com, as well as all my other blogs, vlogs, and podcasts at that same website. Today, I'm going to get very personal. And if you know me, you know that I talk about business-related things, veterinary technician-related things. I'm very comfortable talking about emergency medicine and educating people on medical things, but you probably don't know a lot about me, and that's for a good reason. The reality is is that I'm an introvert. I have a hard time sharing things about myself. You will see some images of me on my Facebook page, uh, and that's simply because I had to do a vlog or probably advertise something and it, it, as a business owner you have to put your face out there if I could never show you my face that would be pretty comfortable by me so doing this particular podcast I'm gonna get super uncomfortable because I'm gonna be super vulnerable okay so here goes I don't have children I've never wanted children there was never a day a moment a second in my entire life that I thought I wanted to have kids. My parents will tell you and my friends and family will tell you it was never a thought that crossed my mind at any point in my entire life. Most young girls, when they're younger, they play with Barbie dolls and other dolls and they pretend to be mothers. I was never like that. The reality is, is that I love Transformers and Voltron, and if you happen to know anything about the 1980s, I had the entire Voltron set, so you can be very jealous of me. I had Optimus Prime. I had many other Transformers. I absolutely loved things like that. Before we go much further, I want to make one clear distinction. I am child-free by choice. There are plenty of individuals, probably some of you listening to this podcast, that are not child-free by choice. You wanted to have children, and unfortunately, you haven't been able to do so, or you can't at this point. And for that, I'm truly sorry, because I feel like if you want to have children, you should be able to have that gift. And if you don't want to have children, that's okay too. So regardless, this podcast pertains to anyone who is child-free. We're all in the same bucket. Granted, again, some of us by choice, and some of us not by choice. And for those of you not by choice, my heart goes out to you. I'm truly sorry because I know that is very difficult. I watch friends and family members struggle with that and some of them never had children and some of them eventually did get children. So again, all one big bucket of child-free, but for me, it was very much a, I knew I never wanted to have children. I just, it's something in me that at no point in my life have I ever even thought about having a child. Now, I've been very blessed in my life because here's the misconception of people who are child-free. People who are child-free are often thought that the reason why they're child-free is because they hate children. And I can assure you that's not the case. I have two beautiful nephews. They're absolutely wonderful. When they get a little bit older, hopefully my sister can ship them up to me and I can spoil them rotten, put them on an aircraft, come up and visit Auntie Amy. I think it would be absolutely wonderful. I also have many friends who have beautiful children. I love kids. I actually grew up being a babysitter. Um, I loved babysitting. I ran nursery school at the church. Like These were things that I did. I don't hate children. I just didn't want any of my own. So why am I telling you this? Why am I getting vulnerable? The reality is, is that one of the biggest issues I've had being child-free is in a workplace environment. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. So is there any truth in the matter that workplaces expect to have the person who is child-free work harder, work longer? The answer, unfortunately, is yes. 
I know that I felt this way when I was, you know, young and not, I didn't have kids and I watched everyone else in general practice or especially when I went into the emergency room, I watched those with children go home on time or at least go home earlier than I did. I also got, you know, messages and emails Amy, can you come in? Unfortunately, everybody that has kids is busy this weekend. And they were right. I don't have kids. So therefore, potentially, I might be less busy. But let me talk about how my own feelings about this particular subject kind of transcended throughout my career. In my younger career, I was very angry and very bitter about it. It became a sore point because other people would get to go home. Other people, oh, I have to go kick, pick up my kid. Oh, I can't do, come in because my kid is sick. And here's Amy, child-free, so she has to work all these extra shifts. No one else can do it because she's one of the few people who don't have children at home. And I got angry about it, and rightfully so. Why should I have to pick up their slack just because I've chosen not to have children? And they did choose to have children, right? So as I started getting a little bit older, I kind of reframed that. I watched my sister and I thought, this gig isn't that much fun. I don't actually know why people want to have children. I watched her struggle to be a successful you know, breadwinner of her family in, and have an amazing career, but also raise two boys. It was difficult for her. And I thought, okay, let me reframe this. In my younger years, I thought, oh, they get to go home and spend time with their family. They're getting to go to these sports events with their kids. You know, they get to stay home. And when their kid is sick, it's, you know, that child's probably sleeping and they get to do nothing and just relax. I have since learned that, in fact, parents do not relax all that often. In fact, it's hard work being a parent. And so in my 30s, I started to reframe my negative attitude, feeling like I had been slighted but also recognizing, you know, it's not like they were partying at home. They're raising children, and that's another job in and of itself, and one I purposely chose not to do myself because I recognize it's a lot of work and, again, not something I was ever interested in. So I then started reframing it, but then as I got older, okay, fine. Parents are not going home to party. It is another job raising children. It's very stressful. I probably do get more opportunities to relax because I don't have kids. But hold on, does that mean that I have to sacrifice everything because I chose not to have children? Does my workplace truly expect and demand that I work harder than someone who has had children? So let's talk about this because there's some pretty strong data out there. In fact, I stumbled across a lot of data-driven studies that pretty much suggest and actually point to, yes, across the board, it's not just veterinary medicine. Every industry leans on child-free people to pull more weight and do more work than those who have children, and it's simply not fair when you think about it. So let's dive into some data and some statistics and also kind of how to right this wrong and what this looks like. In 2022, Resume Lab actually put together a survey and they polled both parents and child-free employees and they found that their respondents, eight out of 10 of them, were in fact parents. But So everybody's basically responding to these questions. It's not just the child-free employees who are responding to it. Again, 80% of employees had, had children. So one of the questions they asked the respondents were, have you ever noticed that child-free workers were treated unfairly because they don't have children? 72% said yes. 28% said no. 
Here's another question. Have you ever noticed that workers were treated unfairly because they have children? Now, interestingly enough, 67% said yes and 33% no. However, 74% of all respondents, those are ones that have children and ones that are child-free, believe that overall people with children are treated better in a workplace environment. And here's what the survey also found. They found that 63% of respondents felt that child-free workers were denied time off at least once. Absolutely, I've had that happen in my career. 69% of child-free workers had to work at least overtime more than once compared to those that had children. Yep, absolutely. And 70% of child-free workers were given a greater workload at least once in their career. Yep, absolutely, no question. And so we see this data, and this is not the only one that's out there. The articles and the data out there are actually astounding, and we really started seeing the amount of data and the amount of articles addressing this subject since 2020. The reason being is that in 2020, obviously, the pandemic was a global issue. And one of those issues was that parents ended up having to homeschool. So the Toronto newspaper actually found that there was companies leaning heavily more on child-free workers than those that have children because they recognized that homeschooling was super stressful. And in fact, 25% of respondents still in 2021 felt like their employer was leaning more heavily on them than on somebody who had children. The BBC did a report in 2021 as well, citing that they found overall employees, both that were child-free and have children, felt that those that had no children actually were leaned on even more than those that were not. And so it seems pretty conclusive that hands down, at least we feel like we're bearing more work if we don't have children. And is that fair? The assumption that after work, someone who doesn't have children doesn't do anything is certainly not true. People who don't have children actually have a ton of hobbies, they may be going to school, they may be working other jobs to meet ends meet. Assuming that someone who is child-free doesn't have any plans after work is the wrong assumption. In reality, is that child-free people actually fill up a lot of their time. And yes, they are pretty productive in their after hours. They don't rarely do they go home and just sit in front of the television and do nothing. No, they're social, they network, but they also take care of themselves and educate themselves. For example, when people say, what do you do after work? The reality is, is that I pretty much breathe, sleep, and eat veterinary medicine. One of the things that I have chosen to do because I am child-free is really dedicate my life to veterinary medicine. Now, some people might find that unhealthy, but I love it. And I know some of you who are child-free also feel the same way. You love the ability to give back to the community, to also branch out, to also challenge yourself. Since I don't have children, I've had the ability to go back, get a bachelor's degree, get a, in business, get a master's degree in management and leadership. I recognize that if I had kids, I probably wouldn't have written books. So everything that I do in my spare time, it's still doing stuff. I'm not sitting around watching television. In fact, the opportunity to watch television is few and far between in my life because again, I have all these projects. I fill my time up with projects that I find fill my bucket, fill my soul, because I absolutely love it. 
So does that give the employer the right to then place judgment on me and say, well, Amy, since you don't have kids and you're just quote unquote writing a book or going back to school, then you have time to pick up the shift. And the reality is, is no, they should not do that. So now let's talk about kind of what should the employer do and how should the employer help those both that have children and those that do not have children. First and foremost, I recognize it's difficult when an employee calls out or when someone gets sick or when a child gets sick, causing an employee to, to call out, you need to fill that shift. What veterinary professionals do is shift work. We have shifts, they need to be filled. We need people to fill those shifts or we don't get to run our business. That's just the reality. We don't have flex time. In other businesses, say if you're an engineer, you know, working in a cubicle, if you just don't show up, it's okay. Your work just sits for you. Nobody bothers it. And the next day, you're just going to pick it up where you left off. Nobody needs to come in and cover your cubicle. That's not a thing. But in veterinary medicine, we do shift work, meaning that if someone calls out, someone else is going to need to come in. So it gets a little bit tricky. And yes, the reality is, is that when you don't have children, you do have more flexibility. For those of you who are child-free like me, we have to recognize that we chose not to have children. Some of us, you, maybe you didn't choose to not have children, but you don't have children. And the reality is, is you do have more flexibility. Being a parent is ridiculously tough. Now, you, some of you have a lot going on at home, so respect. You know, you might not have children, but you're caring for a loved one or an elderly parent or a family member or working five jobs or whatever it is. The point is, is that we all have different lives and none of us should be placing judgment on another person's life. So let me repeat that. You shouldn't be placing judgment on another person's life. However, they choose to live their life is solely up to them. And as an employer, as a workplace, it is imperative that we are fair and equal to the best of our ability. So knowing that, obviously, there's this underlying issue of people who are child-free, unfortunately, getting used and abused more than those who have children, we have to keep ourselves in check, especially if we're in a position to ensure equality and fairness in a workplace environment. But Amy, I treat everyone fairly and equally. Well, you might not even be aware that you're doing it. Interestingly enough, every person on the planet obviously has some level of bias. If you are a parent, you probably have some bias towards people who also are parents. You know, I can tell you right now, my sister is a mother of two boys. She loves being a boy mom. And when she meets other boy moms, there's a little bit of a bias there. Totally fine. But we also have to keep ourselves in check and recognize our bias. So going back to that survey that I talked about from Resume Lab, that again, interviewed both people who were parents as well as those child-free. Some more questions were very interesting and super eye-opening. At your workplace, which group of people is more likely to be promoted? 49% said that employees with children are more likely to be promoted. And here's another question. At your workplace, which group of people is more likely to get a pay raise? 53% percent of employees felt that those that have children get a pay raise. Now it's interesting because there's some psychology there. Why would parents go ahead and get promotions and pay raise over someone who is potentially working a lot harder for them? Well, if you happen to be a leader and happen to be a parent, and especially in veterinary medicine where the struggle is real. Financially, a lot of us struggle. If you're a veterinarian, you might have high school debt. 
If you are a practice manager, you might have been thrown into the position and worked your way up. None of us pretty much is are a millionaire in veterinary medicine. So suffice to say, we all financially struggle in this industry. If you are a parent, does your heart not going go out to the bleeding, you know, heart of somebody else who is also a parent? If you were to give a promotion to two people, maybe potentially one doesn't have children, working hard but doesn't have kids, and then you have someone who is pretty good, very close to, just as good as the person who's child free, but they have three children and are struggling to pay their mortgage, who do you think you might lean in to give that promotion to? And that is why that question is very telling. Because the reality is, is that without knowing it, your bias, unfortunately, goes ahead and gives the person who has children more money and more promotions because you recognize that, well, they may need the money more. And again, assumptions is always a, a terrible thing to have. So keeping, making sure that you as an employer, if you're in this position of offering promotions or raises or adjusting salaries at all, making sure you keep yourself in check is really important. That's why I'm a huge fan of pay scales. I might have written about this in my first book, Oops, I Became a Manager. Paying people fairly and equally is one of the number one things that all of our hospitals need to do. Not because I have a bleeding heart, not because I see that somebody has five children and they're struggling to make ends meet. No, because they've worked hard and that's why they're deserving of it. Another thing that we struggle to do equally in our hospitals is provide time off. We know, even those who do not have children know, that kids get sick. They get sick an awful lot. I don't understand it. My sister just messaged me about how her son was came home from something and then vomited all over the kitchen and then two seconds later he was fine and was running around. I, I don't get it. How How is that possible? But apparently this is what kids do. They puke. They're kind of like cats, I guess. This is what I've decided. Cats and children are very similarly aligned. One minute they're vomiting in your shoe, the next minute they're running around and eating and they're completely fine. So kids do get sick a lot more and also parents get a lot sick a lot more because kids bring home diseases. As such, we have to recognize that parents may need more time off, but it is not more important for parents to take time off. Let me repeat that. It's not more important for people with children to take time off. However, surveys will say that roughly 81% strongly agree or agree that child-related absences are more important for employers than the absences of those who are child-free. That is sad. I shouldn't be laughing. 81% um, believe that people who have children and if it's a child-related absent is more important than those who need to be absent because of a reason when they don't have children. And that certainly isn't okay. So we have to figure out what is the balance because again, those of us who are child-free, we recognize kids get sick, sick an awful lot and the parent dealing with the vomit in the middle of the kitchen, that's, that's nothing that is that exciting. I mean, I would rather deal with cat puke. There's no doubt about it. Um, kids projectile vomiting, no thank you. That's not for me. So we do recognize that kids get more sick, but then on the flip side of that, when someone who is child-free wants to have a vacation 
or take time off. We need to be very careful that we're equal and that we give them the time off they want. We also have to be reasonable. If all of a sudden they say, you know, I need time off because I have an urgent matter with my mother or my father or a best friend, that is to them probably just as important as obviously a child-related absence. And so we need to give them that same time off because that's what it means to be equal and fair. So when it comes to asking an employee to stay late or come in for extra shifts or pull overtime, we need to be very careful that we're not using and abusing those who are child-free. Remembering that some of them are child-free because they've chosen to and some of them are child-free because they simply can't. And so we need to be respectful of the fact that their time is equally valuable at home. We know, unfortunately, that child-free employees are expected to work overtime more frequently than their coworkers who have children. Employees and coworkers assume that child-free people are readily available because they don't have kids, right? So again, we've talked about assuming. Now, this resume lab survey, there was one other interesting question. 65% of those who were polled, and again, this is both people with children and without children, felt like there wasn't an issue in asking someone who didn't have kids why they don't have kids. And here's the thing. Some of us are okay with being asked and some of us are not. To me, whenever anybody asked me why I didn't have children, it felt attacking. Like something was wrong with me. Like how could you not? And especially when I was young, now I'm too old, people just have decided to give up. Amy's not going to have kids. I think they finally realized that. But when I was younger, they would say things like, you will change your mind. That is one of the most offensive things you could absolutely ever to say to someone who doesn't have children. Again, you don't know if it's by choice or not by choice. So you have no idea where this person's coming from. But yeah, people would just say to me, you're going to change your mind. You're young. You'll change your mind. And the reality is, is I knew I would never change my mind. All right. So let's really talk about equality because studies have shown that actually 92% of all that respond are convinced that employees should be treated equally regardless of whether or not they have kids or not kids or no kids. So if 92% of us want equality across the board, then we have to figure out how to have winners on both sides. The reality is, is that, yeah, each side is going to have to give a little bit. There is kind of a little bit of a win-win situation, but there's no perfect scenario. Employees that don't have children need to understand that parents need more time and flexibility to take care of their kids. My younger version of myself didn't understand this. I thought it was unfair and I pouted and I made a scream to friends and family like, it's not fair. But as I got older, I realized, hey, wait up. They're not going home to party. They've got this whole other second job. Kudos to them, right? Like that's not that anything I'm interested in, but it's an awful lot of work. Parents also need to understand that child-free workers do have an outside life and they don't use I have children as an excuse. Um, the reality is, yep, some parents you do use I have children as an excuse, whereas we don't use that if we're child-free. We have to be treated equally. And yes, I do recognize that because I have coworkers who have children, I'm probably going to have to stay a little later. I'm going to have to maybe pick up an extra shift here or there. But one of the greatest things about becoming older and recognizing what I can and can't do is what I'm willing to do and not do. And that's called setting boundaries. 
even if you do not have children, you have the right to set your boundaries. For me, setting boundaries has been one of these game changers in life. And what I found is most people who set boundaries, those boundaries are very reasonable and they're life-saving. We all need boundaries in our life. And even though I don't have children, I have a million projects going on. If you think I'm going home and kicking up my heels and you know eating fancy food and just relaxing, that's not me. I'm usually you know nose deep in research books, creating podcasts, <laughs> creating content for my website. I'm constantly working. And now owning my own business, I never get away from my job. I don't. I guess I only have myself to blame for that so I can yell at myself because I guess I'm my own boss. Um, but I still do pull part-time shifts at hospitals and I get a lot of text messages of, hey, can you come in and all of those things. So I do think we have to learn to set boundaries. And if you're an employer, listen up. First and foremost, make sure you have a fair and equal way of paying people as well as promoting people. Just because your gut and your heart tells you that that you know, parent that has five children who's struggling to make the mortgage really could benefit from the money, who's more deserving, right? What does that look like? So be fair and don't be biased because you might also be a parent or maybe because you're not a parent. Also recognize that you may inadvertently put more of a burden on those without children. If you catch yourself doing that, stop. Guess what I've learned in veterinary medicine? If people call out and no one comes in to cover for them, guess what? We figure it out. We might need to cancel appointments. We might need to take less surgeries. We might need to cancel all surgeries. Things work out. And clients overall are understanding because when you say to them, my doctor, one of their children got sick, they understand that. We shouldn't expect that every single time someone without children is going to come in and save the day. That's not how this game works. We have to be as kind to those who don't have children as we are to those who do. And just because they either chose or didn't cho choose to have children doesn't mean we get to use and abuse them. No, no. They have a life. They have things to do. And probably one could argue they're very much giving back to society. I know a lot of people who are child-free who spend time volunteering, learning, growing, educating themselves, working other jobs, doing those things because they're not raising children. So it's imperative as an employer, as a manager, as a supervisor, or even as a coworker, that we make sure that we keep ourselves in check and that our expectations between these two groups are equal. I know it's something that I have struggled with most of my life. And to be perfectly honest, growing up, it was very much taboo that you didn't have children. I felt embarrassed, like I was broken, that there must be something mentally wrong with me because biologically, at no point, like I said previously, did I want to have children? So there must be something wrong with me. But I do know I love children. They're funny. They're cute. They're wonderful. I love Disney, by the way. I happen to be a Disney nut. And I mention that because when I go to Disney and I watch the faces of little kids light up when they see Mickey Mouse or they scream, oh my gosh, there's Elsa, and they're freaking out, that makes my heart so happy. So again, there's a lot of misconceptions about people who are child-free. And one of them is that we have all the time in the world to work all of your shifts. That's not true. We want to be treated equally. And if you are someone who is child-free, well, guess what? 
I want you to set your boundaries. I want you to have a conversation with your employer. I want you to point out with data and facts about how many more shifts you pulled, how, many, how much longer you've stayed with overtime, how you are pulling more weight and why you are therefore deserving of more money and even potentially a promotion. Being child-free, again, it comes with pros and it comes with cons. There's still a society that judges you and people who say to you, you'll change your mind, and they have no idea what your mind is. They have no idea if you've tried and tried and you're unsuccessful and your heart is broken or whether or not it's a decision that you've known for years it wasn't right for you to have them. Regardless, society still judges you and they still think that people should have children. And yet, the data is showing that more and more as the years go on, more people are choosing not to have children. And that's okay. But if you are in a place where we have the ability to influence pay, salary, call-in, schedule, make sure that you treat everyone equally. Because it turns out that's what everybody wants. Everyone wants to be treated equally. And I understand we have to fill shifts but I'm also here to tell you, it'll work out. If no one shows up, it's okay. We need to move a little bit slower, we need to relax a little bit better, and we need to take care of ourselves a lot more in this profession. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable. Um, this one was very awkward for me, but I think it's an important topic because I know a lot of you out there who also don't have children. Again, thank you for all that you do. Keep on being a unicorn, and please check out all my other blogs, vlogs, and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com.